Welcome to Brit David Podcast. And the conclusion to Pastor Tim's message was the day before Christmas from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. The B.C. world was a different place than we know. We like to think that everyone was anticipating the coming of the Messiah. The reality was more like everyone looking out for themselves, living life, and just trying to get by. Life has to be more than that, though. Thank God for Christmas. Here's Pastor Tim. And it stays with Jesus, his entire ministry. If you recall in John chapter number 8, Jesus is in this incredible argument with the Pharisees. And they're talking about their father. They're they're claiming that Abraham is their father. And Jesus is saying, no, Abraham is not your father. And they're back and forth. and, And Jesus says, God is his father. And they say, no, God is our father. And the Pharisees look at Jesus and they say, We weren't born of fornication. In other words, like you were. That story not only followed Mary and Joseph, that story followed Jesus his entire life. The assumption that Mary leaves home and goes to Elizabeth, comes back three months later, and now she's showing something she wasn't showing when she first left town. They are betrothed. They are, as far as we're concerned, as far as they're concerned, their husband and wife. But they've not consummated this marriage. The culture looked on her with disdain. The culture looked on her as needing a scarlet letter. Do we treat young ladies today any better? I'm not saying young ladies today are, 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 are uh, conceived by the Holy Spirit. That's not what I'm saying. Yet many of them have made a mistake that they regret. But do they really need me to pound on them? Most that I've ever met have pounded on themselves. Worse than I could ever do. We need to show love and grace and mercy. The very things that our culture is not good at. The culture thought that they were in control. That they could shame Mary into doing something that she would regret. Into shaming Joseph. Into not following through on his commitment. And the world tries to shame us too, don't they? So that we might not do the very things that we have been called to do. To take us back to a day before Christ. Before hope. Before purpose. The day before Christmas, the crown thought it was in control. The culture thought it was in control. And commerce thought it was in control. You'll notice that as they go and make their way to Bethlehem, 
The Bible says in verse number 6, So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Or there was no guest room for them in any home. For a city to swell from a few hundred to several thousand, business was booming. Every room that could be taken was taken. Before there was Airbnb, people would loan out their houses as if it were an Airbnb. And charge you for it too. The selling of things. The trinkets. The gift giving. All of the things that we see that commercializes our own Christmas today. Is present on the very first Christmas. Commerce is having a heyday. The economy has never been this good. Again, you, know, you probably in your Sunday school lesson today, if you didn't already know this, probably learned that there was a second census that was taken just a few years later. Why do you think he took a second census? Did he not think that the numbers were accurate before? It wasn't the noses that he wanted to recount. It was the nickels he wanted to recount. It's booming business when tourists come to town. And Bethlehem, for all that we think of it, was nothing but a little spot in the road on the way to Jerusalem. A place where they would raise sheep for the slaughter. Where they would raise sheep that would be sacrificed these sheep with people that are gathered now in, in Bethlehem are at a premium price. It's one of the reasons why you begin to read that Mary and Joseph, when they take Jesus on day number eight to be circumcised, that they don't take a lamb. They can't afford one. In all likelihood, they probably could not have afforded one before, but they surely can't afford one in Bethlehem on this day. And so they sacrificed the turtle doves instead. Commerce has a way of tainting everything. My family calls me the Grinch. <laughs> it's not inaccurate, I will say that. But a lot of that has to do with what we observe as Christmas. Maybe people think because Jesus received gold that they can spend all their gold at Christmas. It just seems to be an exaggeration that goes beyond meaning in the way that we typically celebrate Christmas. As if they want to take us back to the days when there was no nativity scene for the government to say, you can't put that here. On the day before, the culture said that we need to be more sensitive to our Islamic brethren or our Jewish brethren 
or our atheist brethren. On the day when commerce said, we'll sell you a nativity scene. It's your responsibility to find out where to put it. It's like the day before Christ. The days before hope. Let me give you one more thought today. On the day before Christmas, the Creator was still in control. He was in control before, He's been in control since, and He was in control on those days. You see it by the sheer fact that Jesus' that, that Jesus' birth is moved to Bethlehem. So it's spoken. You know, when you begin to read through the Old Testament, the Bible says that Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. But it also says that He would come out of Egypt. And it also says that He would be called a Nazarene or a Nazarite. How can those three things be? Under the control of God, He would move them to Bethlehem so that Jesus could be born. Because of Herod the Great, two years later, wanting to kill all of those baby boys, he moves them to Egypt. And as soon as Herod's dead, he allows them to go back into Israel. They don't want to go back to Bethlehem. They're going back to Nazareth, which is where Jesus is raised. It is the omnipotence and the orchestration of God who is in control of all things to move those events about. He is like the great symphony conductor. He does have all things in the palm of His hand. He moves pieces. He moves people. He moves places. He moves times. That day that you received Christ. It was no accident that you were where you were at that time. That you were talking to who you talked to. That you were reading what you were reading. That you were listening to what you were listening to. God who orchestrates and holds all things brought you to that point. And if He hasn't brought you to that point yet, maybe He's bringing you to that point today. Where today is the day that the light bulb goes on. Today is the day that you give your life to Jesus. Today is the day that you decide that you're going to follow Him in obedience like these two young men did today. God is in control of all things. Not one thing happens by accident in your life. Your life is not an accident. Your life is on purpose. All of that that we read leads us then to be able to read these verses. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day 
in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at these things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Today, you should take these stories of Christmas that you've heard and been familiar with for so long Take it as a truth from the Word of God and ponder it in your heart like Mary did. Rejoice in it like the angels and the shepherds did. And then go share it like the shepherds did. You know what you need to do? Then let's pray. Jesus, you know what we need to do. You know what needs to be our response today. And so we simply offer to you our lives on this day before Christmas. It's not like the day before the first Christmas. Today we know Christ. Today we have hope. Today we rejoice. We share the message of the gospel of Jesus with everybody everywhere with anybody, everywhere. Father, bless these moments in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me ask you to stand right where you are. You saw baptism today. Saw the Lord's Supper today. Partook of the Lord's Supper today. Got to partake of God's Word today. There does need to be a response, doesn't it? What ought you to do? What should you do today? Altar's open. You can come spend some time right there with the Lord. I'll wait for you if you want to come to me. I'll pray with you about whatever or help you in whatever way I can. Whatever you need to do today, let's do it, okay? All right, Sean, lead us. Pastor Tim thanks you for joining us here today on Brick David Podcast. He would like to invite you to check out our past messages here in our podcast library. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BrittDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.